Welcome back, everybody, <laughs> to a very lively episode of Thanks for Your Concern. I am Ella Tudor. And I'm Berenice. Hello. Hello. How are ya? Berenice. You know. What's going good? What's good with it? I, things are well. I think okay. um, for the most part, I've been... Oh, I'm not, like, drinking this month. That's, like, the Ooh. new thing, I guess. It's not, like, that new, but, like, I did it last year where, like, I bleached my eyebrows and stopped drinking for November, and I feel like my body's just, like, down for that, you know? Like, mm-hmm. October just, like, had a lot of festivities where I was, like, constantly going on these, like, mini benders, and now I'm just, like, sick of drinking, I, I want to be productive. I miss the feeling of, like, waking up the next day after going out and being, like, 100%, like, ready to take on the world, go to the gym, like, whatever. Um, So I'm doing that. And the vibes are up. There's nothing really that, like, will help you get the vibes up other than just, like, having a schedule. <laughs> right. Yeah. I will say, I think people underestimate how fun it is is to go out and rage at, like, a concert or a club and not drink. And I know some people might be like, that's yeah. not fun. Well, the yeah. next day, when you can get up and you can do a hot yoga class at 9 a.m. after you'd gone out the night before, you're like, oh, my God, this is a whole new world. And I'll say this, okay? If you're not enjoying the things that you're doing without drinking, then you probably don't like them in the first place. Um, because... I still, I still, these past two days, I went out, like, completely sober. I went out to, like, kind of a club situation, and then I went out to, like, a rave, like, a rave situation. And the rave, I enjoyed a lot more than, like, the club situation, but I still, like, I still, like, had fun. Like, I still, you're still the same human being. Like, if you still like to dance, you can go dance and just, like, not drink. You're probably going to end up going home, like, a lot earlier. Like, 2, yeah, 1.30, I was, like, I'm ready to head out. If I'm drinking, I'll stay out until like 3, 4 a.m. But like, yeah, you're just going to go home a little earlier. I will say the first two times of going out while not drinking feels really fucking like it might feel like a little weird. You're like a little off. You're like, I'm in the club. I'm supposed to be fucking drinking. I'm supposed to be litty. But then that third time, you're like, oh, okay, no, this is actually cool. And then if at that, and after doing it a couple times and getting used to it, you still don't like it. That might not be your place because I still love raves. Now, I will say your people affected a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like going to raves with people who are like messed up on drugs when you're sober, not so much fun. fun. Not fun. But people who are not messed up and you're raving with them, it's a good vibe. Or just... Like, there's normal, you know, there's like a normal level. There's normal level. You know? (laughs) I went to a rave with some people that were keeping it normal, and I was like, oh my God, you guys are so fun. I cannot believe that you guys are just like normal. Like, you're vibing. And it's also really fun to go out with a group where like nobody like endangers themselves or others. You know, that's kind of fun. Or is making a scene, you know, 100%. And I do like going out sober. I do just like, Obviously, you're way more aware of what's going on. You can read, like, other people a lot better. Um, There's a lot to it. A lot of people do. They always get shocked, and they're like, you rave sober? And I'm like, it's not that crazy. I plan on to do it again, like, this weekend. Like, it really isn't all that much. Like, if you like to dance, go dance. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and at one of the events, I actually thought maybe people had bailed. So I was like, oh, my God, am I about to be sober and alone? Like, wow. Like, 
I haven't done this in a few years. But then I was like, honestly, whatever. I have my emotional support wave. If shit gets weird, like, I'll just go to the side. <laughs> oh, my God. The emotional support wave. I love it. Yeah, yeah. People are like, you really love that thing. And I'm like, you have no idea. Like, this is a sensory toy. Like, if I feel anxious... <laughs> I just whip this out and start doing something with my hands and like anxiety, gone. So um, you do what you got to do, okay? You do what you got to do. Ella, what have you been up to? How you been? Okay, so I'm going to share a pet peeve of mine that drives me fucking nuts. So I went to the symphony yesterday. Very great Mm -hmm. time. Love the symphony. Oof, we love classical music. So I'm waiting in line to get a little, some snacks, some sparkling water. And this line's not that long, but it's taking forever. We're all standing in this line for like 15 minutes. And you can see that this is a full bar. They have a full display of everything they have. And as I get closer to the front of the line, I'm realizing what takes, what is taking forever. People are getting to the front of the line and being like, um, hmm, what do I want? What do you, what do you have here? And they're like, the bartender's like, it's all displayed right here for this reason so that you don't have to ask. It's all right here. And then they're like, hmm, I don't know what I want. Oh, my God. And then they're like, the person in front of me literally goes, so what's popular today? What's popular today? What do you want? Who cares what's popular? What do you want? And then the bartender, who has definitely heard this too many times, and it made me really sympathize for service, like restaurant workers, because if I'm annoyed by this, I can't imagine what they're doing. Like, (laughs) how can you stand in a line for 15 minutes and then you get to the front and you're like, what am I supposed to do? You got to get it together. You need to think about what the fuck you want. This is when people need more anxiety. Listen, listen, okay? Sometimes... Sometimes I'll say I'll say this when I'm hungover and like not doing well the next day I'm a shell of a human being sometimes I get to the front of the line and like I forget to be a person Pet peeve. <laughs> Get it together Get it together Sometimes you just gotta be a little patient with people. Okay, you've been there. People have been patient with you. You gotta be patient with that. I'm I'm over it. I get why old people are grumpy. They have just lost <laughs> patience. Anyways, did go to the symphony. <laughs> highly recommend. Symphony was really fun. It, it, you feel very bougie at the symphony. You're like, oh, my God. I am amongst all these old white people. This is the height of class and society. But so it was really fun. You just sit at the symphony, right? You're just like, sit and listen. Yeah. Sit and listen. Okay. What do you do with your hands? Golf clap. What do you do with your hands? You tuck them nicely into your... You just sit. It's like a... Very, it's like a toned down concert. You just sit there and listen. Mm. It's very, it's honestly, it's an acquired taste, I will say. Um, uh, I went as a guest. I don't know that I would certain uh, buy symphony tickets. I'm more of a ballet girl because that's like symphony okay, yeah. with dancers. Yeah. So, but yeah, I did go to the symphony and uh, you just sit there and you listen to classical music. Um, it is fun it is what they used to do back in the day like the turn of the century going to the symphony was like it's literally like an ancient activity and like how they used to listen to music like before concerts there was the symphony that was the only concert you went to you went to the symphony you went to the opera you went to the ballet that's the only music that they had you know maybe i'll try that out just sometimes i get fidgety but maybe i'll just bring myself like a little like a finger thing 
Now, I believe that if you're like under 30 in New York, they have some discounted prices. Um, mm. If you're a young person, if you're under 25 and listening to this, they have so many opportunities for young people to go enjoy art that are traditionally for old people because they really want to mm. bring in young crowds. They see the reality of the situation that their patrons are going to die out. So they try to recruit young people in by giving them discounted tickets. I've aged out wow. of all these programs. Which You're is crazy. now old folks. I'm now you literally pay full I'm, price. I'm paying full <laughs> price everywhere. It's fucking bullshit. And I have to wait till I'm 60 <laughs> to get discounts again. I'm fucking over it. But if you're a young person listening to this, you should definitely figure out what you can get for cheap in your city. You would be surprised. That That's a good date, honestly. You would oh, the yeah. That, I'd be into that. I'd be like, oh, he's grown. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> And he doesn't tell you that he got the tickets for $15 and you sit in these tickets and you're like, oh, my God. He Mr. Moneybags. Money. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> All right. Well, today we're not talking about Mr. Moneybags. Today we're talking about something a little more personal that it happens to a lot of people. It's our good old friend, Seasonal Depression. <laughs> She's back. <laughs> more like Seasonal Enemy. And we're going to talk about surviving it. I don't even see it as an enemy, but we'll get into it as well, like as to why in the episode. Should we get into it right now? Let's do it. Let's do it. Right, you guys, seasonal depression. So I was diagnosed with seasonal depression at like 12. You're from Seattle. You get diagnosed early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They're like, don't worry, honey. This is just what happens to everybody here. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a little different from like regular depression because you can have like regular depression and also like get triggered by seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. So it could be like a double whammy sometimes when you're like already struggling and the days start getting shorter. Um, I think that... Obviously, it it's, depends on where you're going because the days you just don't get as much sun, you don't go outside as much, you know, the messy depressy. It's a time where you slow down and you get to sit with your thoughts and sometimes you're just not quite ready for that. Yeah, and it basically it's just um, depression that comes with the seasons, the seasons being kind of like fall, winter. Uh, I think it happens to a lot of people and I think a lot of people don't even realize they have it depending on – because it seems – natural if that makes sense i don't know if that makes yeah it seems natural you might not know that you have seasonal depression it might be something to look into um but this is honestly for anyone if you even don't have seasonal depression this is a good tips to survive through the fall and winter time and you can always tell that this is creeping up when you're just like suddenly way lower energy like your body's technically like more tired and you're like what's going on and then you suddenly start crying out of nowhere like you're not even sad or you're just like um so if you're experiencing these things around this time like it's natural to an extent you know like your body's going through some things because the weather is changing if you live in i've never lived somewhere like sunny all the time i know which is interesting so i would love to like hear somebody's perspective as not experiencing these changes of the weather and if they find themselves in seasonal depression any time of the year so if you, if that applies to you, feel free to comment, like, and share your thoughts with us because I, I'm very intrigued. 
but yeah, so you know, Hello Darkness, my old friend, she really is an old friend. I feel like since I've been in the boat of seasonal depression for so long, now it's just like I feel like my body is just like knows what to do. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I feel like I have a firmer grasp on not getting into the messy depressy seasonal dumps you know i feel like some yeah. years i really hit my like eeyore kind of era in the fall and winter time where i'm just like moop, moop, moop. i'm just moping around but i think i've gotten it together because you have to be proactive mm-hmm. proactive i think is one of the biggest tips is like being proactive um in, in trying to like defeat depression is a lot easier because when you're like reactive and you're already in the dumps, it's kind of hard to get back from. But you can, you can 100%. always restart the system. So we're gonna go through like tips and tricks. Yeah, yeah. Of like how to be or how to feel better during this time. My biggest one is probably sleep. Mm. <laughs> and the biggest thing with sleep is getting the right amount. And, like, good quality. And the right amount is you can sleep too much. I sometimes do that. Where I'm lying in bed until, like, noon, even though I went to bed at 10. That's too much sleep. That's just, you know. Uh, But then I can get too little where I go a little in the, I don't know. I I get into, like, my moods where I don't sleep and I only sleep for four hours. That also is not good. We want, like, seven to eight hours of sleep. And figure out what your body needs because some people's bodies need more than other people's. I'm always on the shorter sleep end. I'm never on like the longer. I can't like sleep for that long. Um, and for me, something ha- that's like kind of a toxic habit is that since it gets darker a lot earlier, I like naps. Like by 3 p.m., it's starting to get a little gloomy out, and I'm like, hmm, a nap right after work sounds, like, real nice. But then I sleep for, like, three hours because it's already, like, pitch black outside, you know? Um, So I will say, like, watch out for your naps. Definitely maybe have an accountability buddy if you have a roommate or a friend or just call a friend and be like, can you call me in, like, 30 minutes just to make sure, like, I get up? Because if not, for me, it's like that I I sleep three hours in the middle of the day and then comes – like nighttime, Bernice, I like go to sleep and my brain's like, let's do every activity you've ever wanted to do right now. Um, and that's really toxic because then I'm up until like six in the morning and I have to work like three hours later, you know? So yeah, getting into that habit, uh, something that helps me is tiring myself out. So Ooh, yeah. if I'm like super mellow throughout the day I usually have a lot of energy so by like 11 p.m comes around I'm just like mentally my brain and my body they're just not ready to go to sleep yet so I need to make sure that I am going on walks I am running back and forth like whatever it is that I need to do either like mentally or physically to run my fumes uh, like it's just something that I have to do sometimes. Like, it works if you... I mean, that they think people go on, like, on drives and stuff like that to get themselves, like, a sleepy mo- mode. Uh, sometimes I like to read. Like, if I really sit there and I'm like, I'm going to give myself, like, an hour to deep dive into this book. Usually by the end of that hour, if it's, like, close to nighttime, I'm like, my, my brain's like, okay, we're done with that. You know what I mean? Yes, I think... You know, I, this is there's like a lot of I don't want to say this, but like, you know how like 
I think sometimes about things that I do for my dog, Carney, to make sure she's happy and healthy. And, like, I apply it to myself because I think we sometimes forget, like, by, like, reading before bed, that's, like, giving your brain, like, a puzzle to, like, solve towards the end of the night. And that really tires your brain out. And reading is, like, great for that. Drawing's good for that. Doing puzzles are good for that. Scrolling on social media, not good for that. Because (laughs) that is giving you, like, dopamine spikes and is not making you tired. So that's, like, like, one of those things where... Just putting your phone away. I've recently done something. You know that you can like go into your iPhone settings and maximize a time amount for the yeah. day. I've been doing that and it's really been helping because I'm like, ooh, reality check. I've been on TikTok for an hour today and it's fucking 6 a.m. What the fuck? Like, how'd that happen? You know? Um- <laughs> that is scary. Well, it's like, it's one of those things. It's because I fucking stayed up till 1 a.m. on TikTok and then I wake up the next day and it's like, hey, you've already reached the max for your day because of the last fucking. (laughs) Anyways, I think it is a good way to like hold yourself accountable. Um, Another thing that I do is like, I think if you have like a really good morning and night routine, you can like hype yourself up to go to bed and then be hyped to like wake up again. You know, like I feel Mm. like I get really excited because I'm like, ooh guess who gets to do their nighttime face routine me you know i get super excited i have pajamas that i'm so excited to get into my pajamas i'm like oh it's sleepy time let's get into my silk pajamas and then i am literally like i i'm telling you the best thing about myself as a personality trait is that i can gaslight myself into such amazing delusions like literally i'm like oh my god i live for coffee my morning coffee is the best thing that it happens to me every day and i say this and i'm like I, i'm about to go to bed and i'm like i cannot wait to wake up tomorrow and drink coffee and then the next morning i wake up and i'm like guess what it's coffee time bitches the delusions like that's how much you should be committing yes. to your delusions all right um i love i love to see it i love to see it um yeah along with sleep i i'm telling you i'm a pro like my body conditioned like fall comes around she's ready you gotta go outside man you gotta get out there during the day and you could do whatever you want there is nothing that will give you a bigger freaking serotonin boost than a long distance run like it doesn't matter how chilly it is outside put on a little fleece jacket put on like your cutest little workout fit and just start running like i i may take three trains to get to prospect park so i can go on a run but like yesterday i did it for the first time in a while and i was like wow that changed my day and i was tired as hell after that so i was like ready to knock the fuck out so get outside another one of my favorite things also to do is like like I like to romanticize the fall, right? Since it's like making me sad, I'm like, let me just go full like Edgar Allan Poe here (laughs) and just like become a different person for the fall. I like to go to coffee shops, usually just like once a week, I have a budget for this. Um, And then I'll like sit there and I'll I'll have an activity. Like I'll either bring a book or I will bring like my drawing stuff or I will bring like a prompt so I can journal. Like something that's already like ahead of time, I already determined what the fuck I'm doing at the coffee shop. And this is like kind of like also a treat for myself. So at the coffee shop, sometimes I'll get food or whatever and I'll do this. 
by myself. Obviously, you can do this with a buddy if you really want to, but making this time to kind of take yourself on like a little date, make this super intentional, be like, I'm going to sit at this coffee shop for like X amount of time and I'm going to get this done. It's just like such a cute little thing and you can take like a little aesthetic photo if you're into that shit and like, you know, just like make romanticize the fall in this way where I'm just like, I'm just that bitch. (laughs) Yes, I love romanticizing and like, I mean, I'm big into the outdoor runs as well, but babes, if you cannot run, then walk. If you can't walk, get outside and just stand there, babes. I'm telling you, going outside just (laughs) changes everything up. And I will say, like, you kind of have, like, two options in the winter, in the fall and winter. You can either, like, be intentional and find the best time in the day to go. Like, sometimes I'm going to be realistic. Do I want to... Do I want to go walking in a downpour? Either no, so I need to figure out when the best time of the day to go on a walk is. Or I say, yeah, baby, I'm in a movie. Like, wash me clean, Rain. Let's go. You know, you have to do one or the other. And both are fair as long as they, like, get you outside. I think we, as a society, need to rethink Rain. Because think about when you were younger, right? Like, recess, like, rainy recess, when it was, like, towards the end of the recess, so they didn't, like, make you run inside the second it started to, like, downpour rain, was so fun to run around when it was, like, starting to rain, and you're just like, ah! And, you know, jump in the puddles. You know, just bring out your inner kid. Live a little, okay? Rethink rain. I think we need to rethink rain. (laughs) I agree, and it's, like, one of those things where I feel like why like I mean I'm someone who loves being around kids I love kids and I think it's just because they are so carefree and so fucking chill like you'll be like what do you want to do today and they're like I want to jump in puddles and it's like okay let's do it like if that's the only goal of the day is to go jump in puddles we can literally put on our rain boots put on our rain jacket let's go right now that's such a like an easy accomplishable goal I think like as grown-ups we're like I'm going to, I know, I'm, like, fucking guilty of this. I'm, like, I have to launch my business this month. You know, <laughs> I need to fucking do A, B, and C. You know what? No, today I'm going to go jump in some motherfucking puddles. I'm going to put on my goddamn rain jacket and I'm going to go on that walk. Or, like, I don't know. There's really not that crazy. Like, if you could go outside and get wet. Like, it's really not that nuts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know right now we have phones and shit that can't get wet. So, like, maybe plan for that. But... Rain is rebranding. We are going to fall in love with rain this season, okay? I, I, I know I'm speaking, like, big game here because in New York, like, literally when it rains, like, it's, like, it, like, showers. Um, And I don't know if I'm going to be jumping in the puddles here to, like, I'm going to be frank. But, like, also, if you don't like that vibe, you know what? You could also do that involves water. Take a bath. Okay, say, oh my god, it's raining out today. Today, I'm going to, like, set up my bath. I'm going to put on my little, um, whatever you want, essential oils, self-care routine. Just have a day already planned out for when that day, when that moment comes. You know, you're not, like, rethinking rain. At least you're like, today is rainy, we bathe. Like, water heals, okay? <laughs> Dude, my favorite song, Coming Clean by Hilary Duff. That thing... <laughs> hits have you listened to coming clean while walking in the rain it'll change everything you're like oh i'm a brand new woman Uh, okay i went outside i walked in the rain for 10 minutes i don't even i don't need to call my ex anymore you know it makes you You feel different 
We're going to make a playlist. Your rainy oh. walk playlist, all right? We will do Check it. It'll it be on our socials. Literally. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> Another thing about planning, I love what you said about, like, just planning, like, hey, if we're not going to walk in the rain, we're going to get in the bath. And so when it when the good Lord hits rain, we go into the bath. <laughs> I think another thing you need to plan that I've been really trying to work on personally is like not just eating healthy because healthy could mean a lot of things. But like for me, that means like making eating really easy. I think something that happens to me when I get kind of in like a depression episode, I kind of just like forget i don't forget to eat i just don't want to put in the effort and so if i don't have any easy attainable meals i just won't eat i'll be like i don't feel like it i'm not in the mood so a couple things that i've done recently that has really helped make it easier for me to feed myself is i like to have like two meal options for like meals so that i don't feel like pigeonholed into one thing because sometimes the thing i plan doesn't sound good like sometimes i don't want yogurt as a snack Okay, but now I have carrots and hummus. So now I have two options. Breakfast, I have oatmeal. I also have avocado toast. Lunch, I have this, I have that. And kind of like making it so that I have two easy options. So if one thing doesn't sound good, it doesn't mean I automatically skip a meal. Because usually one of those two things will sound good. Big one. You know, I'm going to take, I'm a, I'm a take your advice. I'm horrible at feeding myself. So maybe maybe that'll be it's, my goal for, it's, for this fall. Yeah, I would say... Have a couple options and then, bro, I have, you have to have a depression meal that like you really enjoy or have a couple in your bank. And I wanted to share like my easy AF, like girl depression meal, canned salmon, rice. We're talking like microwaved rice or instant rice. Actually, I have a rice cooker, which makes it really easy. Avocado, green onions, sesame seeds, barbecue sauce. Why I like this is I technically... Don't even need a cutting board to achieve this. It's like kind of giving poke, but like yeah. not raw fish. Yeah. I love poke. Yeah. Poke is $18, okay? I could, I would eat poke every meal if I could, if it wasn't for the arsenic or whatever. Uh, mercury, not arsenic. My God, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so make it easy to feed yourself. Make sure you're eating enough. I feel like... People are constantly telling you to, like, fucking cut calories, and I feel like you might not be eating enough. That was a big realization that I had. So, yeah, babes, make sure you're eating enough, and make sure that you're feeling like you're not ignoring hunger signals. So maybe you need to do a little bit of mindfulness and check in with your body more often. I think that's something you kind of have to teach yourself that they don't tell you to teach yourself. So I know it can seem like crazy. Like, oh, my God, I have to teach myself what to do when I feel hungry. Yeah, you might need to, babes. So something to look at. So now I know that, like, obviously it's getting cold and some of us, we don't have cuddle buddies, okay? Me included. I'm part of the squad. Um, and, you know, sometimes this time makes you feel a little extra lonely, okay? What we're not going to do is go back to our to- toxic comfort patterns, uh, me included, uh, holding myself accountable. Um but what we are going to do is we're going to take this time and we're going to cry it out, okay? Because sometimes you just want to, you just need a good cry. Maybe you don't feel like there's an issue at first and you're just like, why am I suddenly like in shambles? Yeah, that's just, you're, you're healing. Take this time to just heal. You know what I mean? Like summer around the corner, spring is coming. Like you might as well take this time to just like work on yourself, take a step back, feel your feelings, journal those out, like 
get into it with yourself. I think like sometimes we're so uncomfortable to sit by ourselves with ourselves with our thoughts that like we seek all these distractions right and I think like fall is a perfect time as it starts to get like we're starting to come back inside the holidays are not yet upon us so we have like a couple of weeks to process our shit this is a perfect time for you to sit with yourself and your feelings and see what's going on with yourself you know do a little check-in figure out if you're good in all aspects of your life you know do some shadow work if you want to and really sit with yourself it it is easier obviously to like hit up a, like your little cuddle buddy or like a past fling but at the end of the day like do we really want those people to still be lingering in time for the holidays when like everything is just extra emotional no do we want them to make it to year 2024 no you know what I mean? It's like, it's time for some new beginnings and for you to really clear the slate. I just feel like you really have to like sit with the shit to be able to let it go. When you're talking about like hitting up somebody, honestly, I think sometimes you need a question like, what do you want from that person? And maybe you can like feed that in yourself. Like I think when I first started, like I really liked the idea of dating. And what I really liked about it was going out to new restaurants, going and like doing fun new activities. Baby, you can do that by yourself. You know, you don't need to like do that with somebody else. You can go try new restaurants on your own. And I would like highly encourage just taking yourself on dates. Now, I feel like there is some like physical connection that you might be desiring. Hit up someone new, baby. Let's do it. Let's find new hookup buddies. Fuck the old. I'm not even kidding. When I tell you this past week, I like, I, there was somebody I was going to meet up with in the summer. It didn't happen. Whatever. Mix up of schedules. And, you know, he was just still like kind of on my social media. And I was like, pretty sick. What do you got to lose? <laughs> I was like, okay, hi. Like, I'm ready to meet now. <laughs> and, you know, like, he was very, he responded really well to that. So, you never know. You never know. Like, there might be situations that you could be- revisit that aren't actually a full situation with history and, you yeah. know, all that baggage. So, you know, shoot your shot. If anything, like, we, we're always pro-shooting your shot here. Um, why not? <laughs> yeah, baby. I just mean, like, we know how it ends with your ex, you know? Like, so just find <laughs> yeah. new dick, okay? That's all I'm saying. It, there's <laughs> lots know, of it flying yeah. around, babes. There, there really is not, there's not a shortage. No. I'll say that. Okay. There's not a shortage. Yeah. If it's quality, that's a different question. I'm just saying, I wouldn't need to judge up the past. (laughs) Might as well just like have a new ex, right? Um, A refresher, a refresher. Build some character. All right. Go out there and build some goddamn character. One last one. I, well, I have a few. But, like, one, another one, like I said, like, the no drinking. There's nothing that will help you regulate your emotions, get clarity on any situation, than for you to quit your vices, all right? If you are drinking part of your week, your brain is, like, going through all these chemicals that, like, are depressants or whatever. Like, your body's not necessarily, like, super stable and neither are your emotions. So if you want to gain a little bit of stability here, mind, body, soul, everything, uh, and you drink, maybe maybe stop. 
you know, nothing is more, nothing will be a better distractor than trying to quit a vice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to stop thinking yeah. about your ex, try give up vaping for like a fucking month, okay? Um, <laughs> you be about, yeah, I'm being dead serious, but it's always fun to just do a little fucking experiment, you know? I, yeah. I see a lot of people doing challenges and like, obviously, just challenging yourself is always good, but the challenges can be freaking easy. You know, like, honestly, I feel like we used to challenge ourselves to do, like, 10,000 steps a day. I feel like that's not a popular, like, challenge anymore. I mean, I know New Yorkers are walking a shit ton, but, like, you can make it real fucking easy. If you want to challenge yourself to read 10 pages a day, do it. Like, I don't know. I just feel like if you you can quit your vices or you can bring on a new challenge what do you want to add to your life? You know, I think it's any t- always a good time to develop a new habit. So think about what you want in your life and add it. Definitely think about those things. Um, I think that generally just like an overall uh, seasonal depression hack is just like seeking like a new perception on the timeline, right? Because I feel like sometimes you think like fall year is ending how about my shit is just beginning, all right? I set yourself up to win. I think, like, your New Year's resolutions right around the corner. We like to finish the year strong, and what a better way to finish the year strong by actually, like, starting your New Year's resolutions now. If you set yourself up to win, like, there's no way you can lose. I think, like, if you already know what your goals are going to be for next year, write those down and start making those steps to just like even if you don't necessarily start them right now just like have them set up so like by the time that you're ready by that time that like 2024 is like coming around you're already kind of like dipping your feet in the sand integrating those things and I just think that's like way more realistic than like trying to start something right off the bat and 10 different goals and 10 different things right yeah so if you yeah you're already in the habit you're already setting those things up for yourself there's no way that you can start 2024 down. Like, even if they, like, even if everything in your life is shit, like, even if you get dumped on Christmas, even in, like, whatever, if you're already, like, working towards, like, the goal that you have for 2024, like, you might be a little down in an aspect of your life, but you're already up. So, you know, we like to stand up. We like to stay up on this podcast. So think about this last couple of months of the year, not as a time for us to, like, be i don't know down bad ending things are ending wrapping whatever we're starting something new i like to think of it as like the soft launch of 2024 you know like my Ooh, i'm soft okay. launching my goals you yeah, know yeah i think that you can start thinking about it and like thinking about it and kind of start living it and then by 2024 kind of have your like goals dialed into something that is actually realistic i think if you're 100%. like 100 okay, percent if you start right now, like, I don't know, sometimes I think a lot of us set ourselves up for failure with changes that come in January 1st because we're like, yeah, don't actually know the amount of effort it's going to take to achieve a goal. Um, and so if you're thinking, hey, I want to I- I- achieve X, kind of soft launch it. How would that actually look? And you can try it out for a month and then realize that's a lot. That's a lot. Maybe I need to make my goal a little bit smaller so that it's actually attainable. I like that. Um, I think also just like saying with the mentality thing, hop on the Zulu train now. There's nothing that will change your life more than your mindset. So like if you 
already know that 2024 is your hot girl year. You're going to be the hottest bitch ever, hot bitch mentality. Hop on that train right now. Start already. Like, maybe we're not doing all of the actions of a hot girl, whatever that is for you. You can write that down. You can manifest it however you want. But, like, starting tomorrow, bitch, you're the hottest bitch that has ever touched this earth. You know what I mean? And then, like, eventually that catches on. Because I I swear to God... (laughs) During the pandemic, I one day woke up and decided I wanted to be a hot bitch. Like, hot girl mentality. I don't know where it came from. I just, like, (laughs) I said, this is my moment. Now, did I instantly become a hot girl, like, externally? No. But, like, the mentality was there. And then everything just, like, kind of lined up. And it truly is about, like, how you see yourself. So, whatever it is that you want to be next year, you see yourself as, like, I'm going to own a business. Like, I'm going to be that bitch. Like, start acting like that bitch right now. And know that, like, I feel like something that I'm working on is knowing that, like, I already have everything I need to be the person that I want to be. Like, I don't need anything from anybody else to achieve my goals. I have to like look from within to figure out what the fuck I need to do. I don't need validation from other people. I don't need anything. I got it all. Now I just have to like focus in and figure out how I'm going to do it. But I can do it. I know I can. And I feel like you got to hop on the Lulu train, believe in yourself. And I feel like, you know, we can like circle back to like the seasonal depression is if you tell yourself enough times that you are the happiest like the happiest you've ever been the most you're having the most fun you've ever had in your entire life and you are the hottest healthiest happiest person ever if you say that to yourself enough times you're gonna be like yeah i am duh like no yeah and you'll start believing it so like whatever you want from this fall and winter you gotta just repeat it over and over and over again until your brain is like yep that's me work (laughs) work Period. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's, that's it, all baby. We got. Right. Woo! I feel so energized. Like I feel like I I love this podcast every week. I hope other people love it. But thank you so much for coming every week. But like I get off of this call with Berenice and I'm like, all right, let me go take over the motherfucking world. And I hope that <laughs> everyone else stops listening to this podcast. And as soon as they stop listening, they go share with a friend subscribe like <laughs> and then they go conquer the world and whatever goals they have of course of course of course That's in that order then they go they go follow us at things yeah. number four your concern and me at bernice adsm and i'm at ll tutor we love y'all <laughs> uh, thank you so much we will see you next week have a fantastic fall okay. bye bye